Welcome to Road to Billions Podcast, the mentality of an entrepreneur. With your host, Moise Bertrand. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is your host, Moise Bertrand, of Road to Billions Podcast, man. I'm excited for you guys to be getting this podcast episode specifically in this YouTube channel because this actually is my first YouTube um, video that I'm actually doing for my podcast. And um, for everybody who's been supporting me and subscribing, man, I appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart. I'm only here to give you guys the real deal entrepreneurship spiel. You feel me? I'm not here to give you guys nothing more, nothing less. I'm just giving you guys just what you need. You feel me? No fugazi. Um, But today's episode, I really want to give you guys the gems about how to buy real estate through your LLC. So many people have me so many questions asking me, how did you buy your real estate? How did you buy your first rental property through your LLC? And to be, to be quite frank, you guys, it was it was a learning process, and it was actually experience that got me to actually successfully doing it with the help of my mentor, but just trial and error. But I'm giving you guys the straight, um, the straight bullseye, letting you guys know I don't want you guys to do anything, anything else I did that, you know, messed up my, you know timeline on, on buying a real estate property. I still bought the property, but in your circumstance, you may not have time. You know, you know what I mean? You may not have time to play around with paperwork when you're actually buying a property because the seller might just say, forget it. So straight to the point, you guys, I don't want to waste too much of your time. But when you're buying real estate through your LLC, you got to make sure first and foremost, your LLC is actually um, formate, formatted in the state and filed in the state. So what does that mean? You actually have to go to your LLC register um, website, your state register office, and open the LLC. You could easily do this in person or you could do this online. It doesn't really matter, but the timing of everything does matter. When you're forming the LLC, if you know if you're going to buy some, if you're buying a property, let us say, if you're planning to buy a property three or six months down the line, the best time to open the LLC is now. You know, because you have to start building that tenure up for the LLC and the age and actually have a business account up and running. So when you get that LLC first filed in your state, whoever you're going to actually have um, on the LLC at the time of the purchase when you're buying a real estate property, make sure that they're on the LLC. You can add them later on as well. It doesn't matter. But make sure they're on the LLC because your lender will ask for articles of organization which is from your state, that's going to pretty much let the state, let the lender know you're at one, a real LLC, and two, you're active, and three, you actually have this this information that you provided me um, on this loan application to be actually truthfully and not falsely verified because you guys don't want to get into no dynamics of lying shit. Um, so with that being said, a lot of people confuse this portion of the LLC, the operating agreement. Um, the operating agreement Mind you, I tell you guys, just keep it simple. You don't have to do too much. This LLC is used as a rental, will be used as a rental property, or this LLC will be used, I'm sorry, you guys, this LLC will be used to hold real estate for rental property. Simple. Cut to the chase. You don't got to make a big paragraph, all this other stuff. You know, we don't care. The banks don't care. A lot of people don't care. They just want to see exactly what could you, what is a business actually doing. So when you actually have this LLC filed, successfully in your state, you have it up and running, it's active, make sure you go get a business bank account, you guys, because the lender is going to ask for business statements from either two months ago or three months ago, or whenever they do ask for that timeline, you got to be making sure you're actually in that um, in that range to make sure you actually could provide that information 
or they did this to me actually for personal um you know statements and if you got it like that it's cool to show it but you cannot show them other people's statements or anybody else who is not purchasing the property that's not on your llc because it defeats the purpose if they're looking to buy the property with you they have to be on their llc and then they could use their statements but any outside people cannot use it so make sure you actually have that in line and you know communicate it with your people in the llc if it's one person in the llc who got good credit and the other person don't cool because the lender only going to take one person to guarantee the loan let's make sure the other person who's actually on the llc is actually valuable do they have the money do they have the connects or do they have any type of knowledge that's going to allow you to successfully buy the property without being a hindrance because you don't want to get the property and then you're stuck with this maintenance issue and this dude that you have on the llc he just can't sufficiently provide for himself nor the company and now it's causing you a lot of havoc and you can eventually have some ruins um down the line but when you're when you're buying this out when you're buying the real estate do your due diligence make sure that before you even get into the actual purchase agreement with the buyer you actually do your due diligence and everything like that you will have a time frame to do everything but mind you everything's actually um everything's on time so we don't want to we don't want to over complicate the process and overextend time because sellers like i said can get frustrated and be like man i ain't dealing with you so when your LLC is filed, you have your articles of incorporation submitted to your lender. Um, you have your operating agreement submitted to your lender. You're also, you're also going to have to make sure you submit them voided checks. When you're buying your LLC, when you're buying real estate through LLC, you have to supply them with a the voided check, and you have to supply them with at least um, an agreement that everybody have within the company to show the percentages. Because you you just can't have an operating agreement. That operating agreement is going to be sent to the lender. But they're going to ask you sometimes for a second operating agreement that's going to ask for the percentages and equity that everybody has within the LC and that they're looking to purchase within that property. So if he has 50%, I got to have 50. If he has 75, I got to have 20, 25, you know, so forth, so forth, whatever the calculations add up to. Um, so make sure that's the biggest thing. I've seen some people accidentally put one on one and that delayed their application like a week because lenders don't work on weekends. That could just make somebody literally go nuts because you're like damn i didn't catch it or when i seen people actually file the llc um on one date but when the lender um is asking for the operating agreement they accidentally put the wrong date on there and now it's two date disparities make sure the day you file it has to be the same day as you do the operating agreement you can always change the operating agreement after you get the um llc down the line or whatever you do but make sure the dates are always aligned with everything you're doing date state states it has to align dates okay no disparities so what you're actually doing is you're creating a relationship with the lender let them know this LLC was formulated on this date these members are on this LLC and this is what this LLC does operating agreement LLC filed article organization they're also going to ask for your EIN number um, for everybody who knows this if you have a business you can't get no business account without this or file taxes your EIN number, your tax, your tax federal ID number. They're going to track you, and they're going to use that as the the application number, um, not application number, but they're going to use that as you know on the application and replacement of your SSN. But at the end of the day, someone still has to guarantee the loan, so you're not running away from that. They still have to make sure the loan's backed by somebody, especially being a free, um, the first LLC and being newly established. Some lenders may give you guys grace because. 
some lenders may ask you to bring in another person who has more experience on the LLC to make sure the deal actually goes through. And that could be like two, three deals, four deals, how many years of experience they may see as qualified and they may not loan to you. And if you're a new LLC, that could create a lot of havoc, you know, havoc because you may not know anybody, you know, or they may ask for a larger down payment just because you might seem as a risk. It's like buying a sports car and they see that you just have accidents all day. They're going to charge you crazy premium. So just make sure you actually check out each lender and qualifications that they're asking for before you even move forward with them because you don't want to get to that step and they're causing trouble. Also with that, make sure you actually have a sufficient amount of reserves in the account at the time of purchase. So when you're buying the L when you're buying real estate through the LLC, they're going to ask for the business statements or personal statements. I say have a sufficient amount in, bro in both your personal and business because if you only got $1,000 every month saved up and the mortgage is $1,600, but you can rent it out for $3,500, they don't care how good of a deal that sounds. They're not going to lend you that money. You know, They're not going to lend you that money because they're like, you can't even pay your own bills. Or if you are paying your bills, how? You know, So they're going to literally ask you for everything, and that's going to create havoc. So make sure you actually have people in your LLC who actually could put that on their back end and be able to provide the sufficient amount of documentations. They may also ask for W-2 statements and income tax, whether it's from a personal a person who's guaranteeing a loan or from the LLC itself. For my LLC specifically, we have, you know, obviously taxes that I we can use to show um, income as supplemental proof that this is an actual um, business that actually is having function. Also, you can actually use additional income from members to add on and say, hey, my LLC is doing 12 grand and, you know, this person is doing eight grand and then you put that together that's 20 a month you feel me so it's like it's really just things you could just mitigate to just try to efficiently get to that end table and signing day as soon as possible when actually getting the LLC up and running you guys also make sure it's active I don't know if I already mentioned that but make sure it's active at both the time of purchasing and at the time of incurring with the lender because the lender underwriting team will give you a headache and when I say a headache they don't work on weekends so if your lender is telling you oh it's gonna take a few days don't count the weekends, that's the whole week. You know, especially with underwriting team, they're just like regular people like us and they have lives, so we wanna respect their time, but we also wanna make sure things are efficient. So not last but not least, when you're when you're getting the real estate through your LLC, make sure you actually have health ins um, insurance to purchase this real estate. A lot of people they just go straight into try to think about oh I just got I I could grab the property without no insurance I could do it like a car. No, you can't do it like that. You need to literally get the insurance before you purchase the property. And um, a lot of people don't realize their insurance go hand in hand with each other. So whenever you actually are telling the insurance broker. Hey, listen, I'm looking to get some insurance quickly. It's only going to take you like three to five minutes. All they're going to ask is, is, is for the scope of the house, the details of the house, of course, the address. And that's all really. And ask you what you know liabilities you want to add to the insurance. But try to keep your insurance as minimum per possible per month. If you want to go above and beyond, hey, you guys could do that. But I like to keep simple numbers and stuff like that. Insurance runs you around like, depending on the square footage of the house, depending on the size of the house, no more. I'm not going to say no more, no less, because everybody insurance varies. But insurance shouldn't be no crazy amount. You know, um, I think the most I ever seen insurance was probably like 299 you know, 300 And that was for a big house. So if it goes past more than that, obviously, it's just 
based on, like I said, square footage and varies. So that's all really. I just want to give you guys the gems of actually buying real estate through your LLC. Um, if you guys need more information, be sure to comment, leave, leave a rating, a review. I will reply back in the comments, and also I will get back to you guys as soon as possible. I just want to make sure everybody's actually getting the information sufficiently enough by also making the right decisions when you're buying real estate. Um, I know the podcast, I know the YouTube channel isn't 30, 40 minutes that's going to dive into it, but one of these days, one of these videos, I'm going to literally just lay out the whole structure of the structure of everything um, from A to Z, but I just want you guys to get the dynamics and touch the, touch the surface of um, real estate. So once again, subscribe, rate, review. I appreciate all my past listeners, all my past viewers, all my new listeners, all my new viewers on this podcast, on the YouTube channel. Continue to see, continuously to chase your dreams, you guys. No matter how life gets, no matter how many people try to doubt you, entrepreneurship is the way, business is the way. And if you still have a nine to five, you know, use that to fuel your business sooner or later so you can leave it. So. I appreciate you guys. Listen to my podcast on Apple Music, on Apple, iTunes, and any other place as well, Spotify. And then, you know, I just love it. So keep changing your dreams. Appreciate you guys.